Recorded live. Let us anyone on. Hello, this is Craig.
Lou, this is Craig. Hi, Craig. It's Sarah Dobies. How are you? Oh, good, Sarah. How are you? Sarah, can you hear me? I can. I apologize. I'm actually just walking into my building as we speak. Okay. No worries. <laughs> I'm sitting in my basement, and um, I had the furnace on. I was in panic mode that no one would be able to hear what I was going to talk about. Oh, God. No, no, I, I can hear you just fine. I'm going to be in an elevator in about two seconds, but after okay. that, I am ready to go. Sounds good. Hey, guys. Hi, Ed. Hey, what's up? Not much. Anybody else here yet? Dwayne? Sarah, Sarah's on. She's heading up to her office, and I'm just waiting to hear from Dwayne. All right. Hey, Sarah. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Good. Just got back uh, Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Good day and a half, I guess. Oh, wow. Hopefully I have a good team to share. So, good. How's the weather, Ed? Was it nicer there or here? Uh, it was actually pretty nice here. The one day it was actually better here than there. That was like uh, two, day, two or three days ago. Yeah. When before I came back, it was like 68 here, and it was 42 there. Other than that, it's been very nice there, but it was nice when I got back. My mom, my uh, mom said I'll bring the sunshine. My wife said I bring the sunshine. So did my sister, or my uh, sister, my daughter, all, all four of my girls, and my life, women in my life, said that I brought the sun back. So it was a good day. <laughs> my sister, mom, one lives in uh, Harrisburg, one lives in uh, uh, near East Stroudsburg. My my girls at Penn State, obviously my little my oldest daughter, <clears throat> and the other one's home. So good, uh, yeah, it was good the last couple of days. It's, it's supposed to be nice a couple of days this week too, right? Yeah, real cold days, no, no snow, right? Hello? No, not good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning, Dwayne. How are you? Good. Is, hey, is Craig, Craig, are you the only one on the line? No, Sarah and Ed are both on the line. Four of us here. Wait. Oh, okay. Everybody's there already. Okay, good. So, You're well, I'm sure. So, all right. So, um, I guess we'll we'll cover the purpose of this meeting. You know, as everybody knows, uh, we have the agreement with the USOC in place. It's been in place for I guess I think a couple of years now. Um, uh, historically, what we've services we've provided within the agreement have been uh, mainly clinical-based with the physicians uh, treating athletes that have needed care uh, on an episodic basis over time to time. But um, probably more important with the agreement, we have the ability to uh, be more involved with USOC events uh, over time, and that really hasn't gotten off to, I think, much of a start um, due to all the transition the system's gone through over time. So I think uh, when we talked to the USOC in the past, uh, we basically said to them when Sarah had her meeting that we are certainly interested, and it came out in our meeting uh, a couple weeks ago with the trainers and the sports physicians, we are certainly more interested in being actively involved in, USO, in participating in USOC events. So uh, where that went to was uh, they said to us, well, 
uh, you know, let us know what your availability is or what interests you have or basically put something together to present to us on a, on a, a little bit of a presentation or a paper, um, you know, what, you, what services you think you guys and manpower you guys can provide, and we'll let you know what we need. So um, I think in the past they've just gone, Craig can speak to this, sort of historically over what we've been involved with and uh, haven't really looked to utilize us any new kind of type of events, even though they are interested. So I think uh, the purpose of this, this uh, meeting and conference call here today is sort of brainstorm about, um, you know, our availability to provide services over the next year. And I was thinking maybe we talk about quarters like winter, uh, spring, summer, and fall, and what we think uh, we could put together on a piece of paper is, uh, you know, some of the options we can present to them and see if they can fill in and start telling us where they need people at particular events. So, um, you know, I went through some of the data. I read the agreement over the weekend, some of the information we have, and, um, you know, I don't know if this is going to facilitate any conversation, but I look at it as basically, you know, we have about 12 sports medicine physicians. Um, we have four, four PCP sports medicine. Uh, you know, we have a, a joint in a sports medicine doc and, and some are other options for people. Uh, as far as trainers go, Craig, how many trainers do we have in total? About 38. Okay, 38. Um you know, and our breakdown is basically we have so many seniors we're targeting um, having a lot of athletic trainer twos and a lot of athletic trainer ones. And I think we, we've we listed the possibility of trying to add three positions here for coverage over time. Um, so having said all of that, uh, anybody have any ideas about how we want to sort of formulate some information to get to the USOC so we can nudge this conversation along? So I'm aware that uh the the head physician or chiropractor, uh chiropractic physician is a really great guy, but he would love to come and speak and stuff, but we've never really included many things. Okay. He did include us he did include us in his C C S C which is the um the can the sports certification chiropractic sports certification. Um, and I spoke at a couple. I, I told the guys to come. A couple of our orthopods spoke at it. I think Danny might have spoke at one, and somebody else spoke at one. So he does include, did include us in that. That was uh, two years ago, I think. And AGH, uh, they uh, gave a conference room on the weekends for him. So it was good. He's looking for more stuff like that. I know that. He would love to <clears throat> come and speak more. He's, I don't think he's done a whole lot other than that. We haven't had him come down to our orthopedic nuts and bolts, which wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, just saying that we have a speaker from, we have the head physician for the uh, um, USOC uh, coming to speak, and that may be a little bit of a draw. Uh, certainly he has a reputation. He's not a bad speaker. Uh, uh -huh. tense. But So that's something we can use. We haven't utilized, and he's very interested in us utilizing that. What's um, his name? Do you yeah, you know him, uh, Craig, correct? I do. I actually uh, did use him for one high school event this past. It wasn't this year. It was the year before. Um, it wasn't probably quite the venue. It was something that Gary had asked me to try, and it probably wasn't quite the venue. I'd rather probably see him more in an educational session with, with our physicians 
or therapists and athletic trainers. I don't, I don't, don't know how we use it. Uh, in other words, how we, I know we have a, we put the thing up in our, in our office, but do we put it on our, or do we have, a, are we on their site that it gets directed to us? I know we see some of the Olympic athletes to do surgery and stuff for them. Do we do anything else with uh, um, any kind of other types of um, kind of marketing, uh, Sarah? Do you know? As far as the marketing, I actually don't have a lot of information. Um, this used to be run, of course, by Megan Sanders, so we've been having a hard time tracking down anybody that knows the historic uh, capabilities we have on the marketing side. So we've actually had um, Jackie Bauer, who is our general counsel, reviewing this contract to see how far we can push, and then we're going to meet up with Cindy Donahue to push us a little bit further because you're right, we're really not advertising this relationship much beyond the signage that we have at some of our facilities. Yeah, and I think Sarah, on uh, from Sarah's standpoint and my standpoint, we both looked at the agreement. And when she mentioned uh, Jackie Bauer and how far we can push this um, from an advertising standpoint, basically all they would like us to do is let them know what we would like to do advertising-wise, and they would and they would either sign off or not sign off on it. When you say Sarah, that's basic, basically the gist of it. Yeah, do, do you, I would agree. Do you know, do you know Dr. Moreau, Bill Moreau? He's the guy. He's the head guy. But do you we know him pretty well? I've had one call with him. Yeah. I think right off the top of that, it might not be a bad idea if he had a few lines in a commercial or, or something in that scenario. And if you know, and if we could see, if we could have any footage at all. And I realize we can't use the rings, but if there's any footage at all that we could use with, you know, like one of our guys doing coverage or um, anything at, at the USOC itself might be a benefit. That's actually a great point to bring up. Um, so one thing is Dr. Moreau and his team will be here at the end of April. So we'll make sure to, uh, you know, we're still working out a schedule for what's going to happen once they get here and, and the different facilities we're going to visit. Um, but that's certainly something we can talk about. I, I also think, you know, maybe it's one of our Phase three of the Living Proof campaign that actually might be a great idea. I don't I don't know if we're allowed to do it, but it would certainly be something we can propose. For him, uh, in a, him shooting a commercial for us, it would be in a commercial that he would say, yes, they do their excellent position of AHN taking care of the U.S. Olympic Committee, right? Uh, or U.S. Olympic team, you know, players for the U.S. Olympic only. So I would put something like only hospital that's designated in the region to take care of the U.S. Olympics, something right. like that. So it could uh, say, oh, this is a place to go if you're a huge athlete to go to uh, Allegheny. Something like that would be great. That would be fantastic. I mean, is that in our um, – is that in our – is that wording in there that we could do that? Uh, it's not pretty broad-based. It basically yeah. – I think, Sarah, wouldn't you say it basically says that uh, – there's restrictions on what we can use the um, the symbol for, uh, but more than anything, it's um, they want to have final sign off on uh, whatever we propose and ultimately whatever is um, presented. And I think what the wording you just went through is probably something they would consider, um, you know, <laughs> certainly acceptable. And then, and then um, they the um, campaign also says, or the agreement also says that any kind of advertising campaign is restricted to um, what's listed in this agreement as our region, which is basically counties in 
Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia. Um, so you know they they want to they want to keep it. They don't want us running ads in um, you know Indiana or something like that. But you know those are certainly things with the marketing department we can um, uh, align and make sure we're in compliance with that. But it's it's more just communicating with them and letting them know this is what we're interested in doing. I, I think that's pretty fair. Um, I'm actually rereading that section of the contract right now. It, you know, it, it has a simple thing you know, that we can't imply that they are endorsed. You know, we can't necessarily say an endorsement of any specific AHM physician or the company, um, but we can p possibly talk about a partnership as long as we get this approved. Some of the language I've heard Dr. Moreau say in any time that he's been here is we had, at one point we were one of six nationally recognized sites. I think it's up to seven now. Um, but, you know, that might be a way to word it as far as there's only seven healthcare systems in the nation that are working with them. Right. Something like yeah. that. Something that would help us utilize the contract a little bit better. Because right now we're not doing a whole lot. I mean, right. Actually, I misspoke. This agreement, the current agreement expires January of 18. I thought it was at the end of 18. Um, oh, I thought it was as well. It's a four-year deal that started January of 14. Right. So, fires um, right before the Winter Olympics, basically. I was going to say that's a special time to be quitting it one month before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's going to be a reason to re-up it then, I guess. Mm-hmm. There will be. Or extend it or, yeah, see what they want to do. People, uh, I would probably try to extend it this year if we're going to extend it. Yeah. So on that note, I mean, did, what do you think about the idea of at least presenting something to this uh, Dr. Monroe, a framework of, you know, um, in winter we could um, we have resources available of two sports medicine physicians or two in the spring or one in the summer or uh, some right. sort of offer of commitment or trainers I know they're not as busy in the spring and the summer and you know, we have two people that would be available or, you know, we have so many fellows in our program that would be available um, for some sort of rotation. What do you guys think about something along those lines, sort of presenting to them? Um, I'm okay with presenting something like that. That would be great. I just think we have yeah. to logically think about it, Ed, and say, well, what is the most we what what is something reasonably we can do? You know, get their doctor DeMeo to look at it and say, okay, that makes sense. You know, I think we can find uh, the resources to do that because obviously just like spring training, there's a lot of scheduling yes. associated with who can be where when. And they right. need to start to give us advance notice of what they need, which they aren't right. doing. Right, Craig? Yeah, that's the, that was been, that's been the biggest struggle in the past. So. You know, from my standpoint, and we can work on this later, Dwayne, but you know, one athlete, I think one athletic trainer for winter or fall, winter, spring would be appropriate. Um, and then summer, we could really open it up. And then the same with the fellows. It would be nice to be almost able to do an introduction with them when they come in. Uh, you know, Ted, tell me if I'm wrong, but if they would at least be able to go there a week or so, coming right into the fellowship before the season, before fall season start would be great. That would really help the fellowship, yes. Uh, how many fellows do we have in our sports medicine? Five. We have 
three uh, primaries and two orthopods. Okay. With five altogether. And sort of from a scheduling standpoint, what would they be available for blocks of time such as a week or? Yeah, we we send them a lot of different places, but yeah. Right now they go with Sam for the USA rugby, which is part of it. Right. The whole experience, which is they go to their one of their things they cover them with Sam wherever they're at. So they do go. Or one of the Orth Peaks goes on their major trip, which is usually about Vegas during this time. The biggest change with Dr. Moreau from the clinical side is he's he's changed the way they run their clinics within within the, all the you know sites, and I think that would be nice to get them you know if we could get them up to Lake Placid for a week early on. That might be our first um, uh, request. Is basically you know. When when are when is it available that we could send a, a fellow up to uh, Lake Placid? You know, mm -hmm. I agree. What do you think, Seth? You guys read through the contract. Craig and I do not know the language. Can we do something like this? Is it is it is it possible to get that they? Well, he mentioned it right on the meeting in the last time we met. So there's usually a, a track that they have to go to do volunteer time. But said he was willing to make an exemption to get these guys up there. Right. I'm I'm good with putting my fellow up there. I just don't know if uh, it's in the language that's all. So the other... contract, it doesn't necessarily specify something of that level, um, but what it does do is it, it has a list of approved baseline approved services that this contract covers from all clinical plus athletic training services, but it also has a very basic line that just says, or any other approved services. Right. So we have room to, to push this. Um, it, it, of course, from my perspective, what we wouldn't want to see is sending away so many trainers and physicians that we are dragging out availability here in Pittsburgh. That, that's really just our biggest concern. Um, but if we can make right. this work and schedule so far in advance, then, you know, I think we can certainly have room to push for this. All right. I'm good with that. And I think, Craig, um, you know, you, we have in the works, like how many positions are we looking at from a trainer standpoint of adding? Of adding. Oh, how many can we use from a trainer's? Yeah. Well, right now we're looking at those three coverage positions that that's right. what I three committed coverage. for. So if I could get those three coverage positions in place for for the seasons, I mean, it, it's still, I mean, to be conservative, I'd still like to only have one person away at a time Olympic, from Olympic standpoint because then that would leave one person for coverage within if somebody calls off or takes vacation days and then, you know, you still have a backup. Right. But the fact that we're we're considering adding these positions gives us more flexibility to to be able to assign one trainer at a time to um, uh, participate at some of these events, right? Yeah, definitely through, through the seasons. And then summertime could be wide open. Okay. Uh, now, you know, I know Sam sort of makes his own schedule when he goes to either Chicago or Las Vegas for these um, sort of rugby events. Ed, but 
how would it work with the other physicians? I mean, what kind of advance notice would you need or Marco or whoever becomes involved with this, Dr. Franco? Uh, what do you guys need, like two months or something? Or I think you need some lead time. You mean quite that much? Okay. You need some lead time because you, you have to change everything around, you know what I mean? Uh, right. Myself, I do my staff. Uh, that's pretty good. Rescheduling things that patients don't like. It. Uh, probably orthopedic at least um, a couple weeks to be able to change things. They don't feel okay. Or get upset. And does any of that go through Dr. DeMeo just as a final sign-off, or does he leave that up to? You mean Sam's schedule, my fellows, what? Yeah, yeah, or any of the things, your schedule, Sam's, um, whoever it may be, um, Marco. I kind of do my schedule, but he needs to be aware of everything. Right. Because he needs to be, a, uh, and he kind of has to approve it, like whatever I do, I tell him ahead of time just to get to okay with it. Um, because, you know, he likes to know everything's going on, and he's the one who has to deal with all the ramifications if there's any problems. So, okay. Yeah, he has to. He kind of does have to prove it. Okay. I assume cool. such, but I didn't know what the protocol exactly was. Dwayne, well, uh, you brought up a good point with Sam. I wonder, you know, we probably could have been writing his trips off for, for value and kind over the last couple of years. For what? For for value and kind. Back towards oh, the yeah, contract. I never, never well, but do you really think of that? Because it's USA rugby i mean it is a different organization they do have an olympic team i mean they're they're involved with the olympic sport but do they really look at that it's uh something do you think they look at this as something under the umbrella or do we just ask them about that i would think we ask them i mean it would it would be you know it's events under that umbrella that's leading up to the national team so i'm not sure they would have to the way that they've handled at least on the clinical side is we the Olympics team has to state it first. They would have to tell us what can and cannot go against it. For example, right, I agree with that. Um, so. like an, an athlete can't just come to us on their own and ask to be applied against the VIC. The USSC has to tell us that they can. That's true. I know. That's true. Um, so with, back to the uh, – okay, so we talked about the physicians, and – I know everybody says, yeah, I'm interested, but I don't know if I want to put on a piece of paper, um, you know, uh, I'm not going to put any names, but maybe say we have, you know, two sports medicine um, physicians, yeah, you know, that are interested in participating that um, we think we could allocate resources for in the summer or the fall, um, you know, maybe a joint sport medicine or a PCP sport medicine, you know, two um I, I well, think he's, he, Dr. Murrow is very interested in having somebody go to Lake Placid where you haven't done anything at this point. So, would be a bad idea. So, um, Ed, do you think we start off with uh, we have interest in sending a fellow and and possibly a physician to Lake Placid? Correct. I and see where that see where that goes. Yeah, we can do that. Just say sports physician. It could be a fellow. Don't, don't designate whether it's a fellow. Okay. And then it's a short notice. But what are your thoughts on doing a conference there? A that wouldn't be a bad idea. There. We 
were kicking around the idea of uh, a sports conference anyway, so not a bad idea. Bad idea for everybody. When you say that, what does that mean? Who would we? Who would our audience be? I don't know. It's up in Lake Placid. It would have to be like our U.S. or like our sports beat nuts and bolts to see if uh, we can get enough interest international to come to Lake Placid. I'm not sure if they would. We could or not. I'm not sure. Uh, we could suggest we would be interested in presenting. Is it a one-day conference up there sometime for whoever they doing? have on staff? I think it's doing a couple days, but I don't know what, what their capabilities are. It's something we need to figure out. Okay. They, already, they actually might be already doing it. And we would just be able to partner. Right, that could be too. We just need to find out what's going on. What are what our needs will present our needs to what they're capable and what they are, could be. And then what marketing could get enough people out there to do it. But it would be a it wouldn't be a local one. We get enough local people together to make it worthwhile, I guess. Okay. So you think we should offer up a physician each quarter, winter, spring, summer, fall, and an athletic trainer all each quarter except for maybe the fall? And then a fellow each quarter? Yeah, we could do something like that. You mean to go up there for how long? Or to go wherever they need us to go, basically. If it's out to Salt Lake City or... For like a week or so? Yeah, sure. a week at a time. Oh, we can do something like that. The, I think for the most... Excuse me. I think for the most part, fall, winter, and spring would be more coverage, and summer would probably be more educational. I yeah. don't know how many events they actually run in the summer. Or what what their abilities are to offer us, right? Yeah. Agreed. Not agreed. Okay. We can actually, we can even expand that number, Dwayne, and just say summer, you know, we could offer, I don't know, up to six athletic trainers and two fellows and two attendings. Okay. Yeah, you and I should – I mapped out some on, on a piece of paper last night. You and I should sit down and sort of formulate, um, you know, what we think we could possibly offer. Um, mm. Ultimately – we're allowed well, – how we're allowed to use the name. And well, okay, yeah, how we're allowed to use the name. And what their capabilities are offering us up there. You know, conference, um, can we send a – fellow to, to cover a team, stuff like that. Right. Okay, so we'll start to draft something and share it with all of us, and then I think um, share it with Patrick and say this is what we want to present to Bill Moreau. And we're asking how to present to Pat is uh, uh, thinking about this as uh, brainstorming. What do you think? Is there any additional right. thing that we'll go from there? Yep. Right. Sarah, last thing I just wanted to mention, too, we would possibly be interested in having one of the physicians or, or Dr. Moreau speak during that lunch and learn session. I'm sorry, during that time that, that they're coming in April with orthopedics, if they would be willing to do something like that. I was thinking maybe oh, we could get, like, you know, a lunch and learn session together or a morning, you know, morning conference before 
before clinic? I think we can definitely um, propose that. I think that would be great. What I have tentatively, let's see, I think it was the 24th through 26th. I don't know necessarily flight times, but I don't know, you know, I don't think that we necessarily have enough touring and other meetings to fill three full days. So I think we can certainly add that in. When's that happening again? I'm sorry. I believe uh, they tentatively gave me April 24th through 26th, so I don't necessarily have flight time, so I couldn't say if any of those are beyond the 25th if it's a full day or not. Okay. okay. That's a, Dwayne, that's another question that posed to Dr. Nameo, that they're going to be here during those times, costly during those times, and, and see what else he would want to do with them. Right. Ed, when's he coming back? We're here. We came back. He came back uh, yesterday. I came back Saturday. So he's um, here for a couple of weeks before he goes back down or something like that? Six days and then back down Friday. We have physicals on Sunday and Monday again. Okay. Uh, like, uh, a couple hundred. Okay. <clears throat> so so whatever we get to him, whatever we sent him, he'll eventually get to look at it. So. But it'd be yeah, nice well, to have something to them probably by the, what do you think, the middle of March, something to the USOC so they can start to formulate some ideas based on what we're, um, what we're offering and try to get everything lined up by the beginning of April and certainly have things in motion by the time they get here at the end of April. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah? That would be, that would be a good timeline, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, middle of March would be great. When are you? When is it again? Uh, April what? Twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. April twenty fourth through the twenty sixth. Okay. Sarah has the hardest job. She has to juggle all that stuff. Huh. One of the many fun things. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good. Right? I mean, it's good. So we basically have an op open canvas here to construct whatever we want. What do you think, guys? And see what. So it sounds like we really haven't done anything with it. Yeah, see what's appealing. And, you know, I, I don't think I can stress enough that this is probably the important time of year to get some traction with this thing so that people decide it's beneficial to renew this agreement. Yeah, you're right. Because, you know, the first thing they're going to look at is, well, we don't think we really got the amount of uh, investment out of it, especially across the river, I would think, um, that we put into it. So... Okay. So I think we gotta we gotta make some traction fast. And then Sarah, as far as the bit goes, yeah, um, you've really only had costs incurred related to some small travel for us, right? Over the last year, couple of years, there hasn't been really a whole lot of. Well, nothing's ever actually hit the VIC from what I've seen. Uh huh. Uh, the only things that have hit the VIC so far are other clinical services, so whether it be within ortho or ENT or neuro or we had wound care come through, uh, just any type of clinical service, those are the pieces that are direct billed right into, against the VIC. Okay. That's it, basically. Now, as far as training, it, you know, it, it's a, definitely open a conversation uh, to try to figure out how to build this again, so even if we're tracking it separately or, or however we want to do this. If we have 
you know, the, the 250 this year, how we're going to divide it. I can tell you, like I said last year, out of that 250 that USOC has the capability of spending on medical services with us, they spend yeah. around 25. That, so wow. we have plenty of room to push this. Yeah, let's start with. So, and just so you know, we'll put it on a piece of paper. You can see it. Um, Craig, Sarah, and I sat and talked about basically what we would charge for services because uh, mm -hmm. we really haven't had a whole lot of that to hit the VIC. And, uh, you know, we came up with an hourly rate, basically a daily rate for the trainers and a daily rate for the physicians and mm -hmm. a rate for the fellows, too. So uh, we'll put that all on a piece of paper so you can see it and get, you know, as a sounding board. Uh, but, you know, one of the one of the simpler, more basic things we have to do is be able to try to reasonably, as, reasonably assess what we think we should charge them and make them aware of it uh, before we start charging them uh, for any of the involvement we have going forward. Right. Okay. If you really want this relationship to go on, which would be a good thing for the next, in, for 2018, since that's when we're in the Olympics here, we can take advantage of them. You have to find out if uh, we should up this or extend this thing, this contract. Right. That's another whole issue. So uh, I think Craig, Sarah, and I will probably get together later this week to start to put some of these things on paper, or Craig and I will do it, and then we'll bounce it off of Sarah real, um, so she can get real-time reaction to it um, and just follow up with her too. But once once the three of us get this stuff on a piece of paper, we'll bounce it to you to look at to give the um, you and you and Jeff to look at it and, and give a perspective to it. Uh, and then we'll ultimately go to let make Patrick aware of it and then see if we can get it to Dr. Moreau. All right. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Uh, is there anything uh, specific we should probably, Sarah, anything you can think of related to the agreement? Or I read it while I was at a futsal soccer match, which this was more exciting <laughs> than that. But, you know, I'm sure I didn't get that much detail out of it. <laughs> No, no, no. I, I think you, you've really touched on all the big points. Uh, like you've mentioned a couple times, the contract is, while it has a lot of specificity, there are there is a lot of room to, you know, reasonable interpretation here. Right. So it's from a marketing perspective and as well as what can be co considered a clinical service. So it, we have a lot of room to define that ourselves. Um, it, it's just... You know, as long as we get the right approvals up the chain, I think this is going to be a great opportunity, and hopefully it will uh, persuade them to want to extend this contract further. And I, I don't think, think there's anything else new. I don't know. I seem to be overly panicked about it, but I think it's time-sensitive, too. Oh, absolutely. Just this is our last this is going to come under it. review in the fall whether we want to renew this. So. Right. That's true. Sure, and we want to get some of this program underway, too. So. Okay. Uh, well, I'm enthusiastic about this. Uh, I appreciate the fact that everybody called in on a Monday morning at 7 on a holiday weekend. <laughs> That's a positive sign. <laughs> I was kind of expecting some radio silence there. <laughs> uh, Let me know when you want to meet up. Okay, yeah, I definitely want to sit down sometime this week and get something drafted so we can get Sarah to look at it. Okay. And, Ed, I appreciate you calling in after just getting back from a long week down there. So. No Thanks, Rick. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. I'm actually right. excited. <laughs>
excited. This is something we can, you know, we can do a lot of development with. It hasn't been touched upon in the past here. Yeah, I agree. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. All right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.